episode 23, Josh. Bum, 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 bum. Dirt Track FX. You just thought when it came to polygons and triangles, <laughs> you got... Star Fox. You got Star Fox. You got some old school freaking Laura Croft triangle boobies. Now you got freaking motorcycles. Dirt bots, get it right. Dirt Track F, F and X is what it should have been. <laughs> Uh, you want to hear what the back of this box oh, has to please, say? Oh, please, please sell me this game. All right. Get revved up for 3D dirt bike action in Dirt Tracks FX. Wax the competition or crash and burn in the most realistic motocross game of all time. Jumps, doubles, triples, whoops, and tabletops. 22 grueling courses with surprises around every turn. Train on mud and ice in training mode. Play dirty as you dare in tag mode. It's 3D motocross pumped to the max and Dirt Tracks FX makes it dirt real. With triangles and polygons. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I guess a little rundown. Uh, game's 95, older or later game. I think it's probably the latest game that we've played. I think so. Uh... As it says, it's a dirt bike game. Now, when we drew the game, when it was Dirt Tracks FX, what was it that I thought it was? Stunt Racer? Stunt Racer Okay, FX. so once again, me having no idea what game we were playing. Uh, uh, I, there is no doubt, though, that I, I have a feeling this is a dirt bike game. It came out in the 90s. Uh, I don't own this, but I know for sure I've had to play this game. It did. I did have somewhat of a memory of it uh, once you started racing, but uh, I feel like this was... Uh, you know, a game that would have been not a whole lot of dirt bike games on the Super Nintendo. No. Or, no. or even, I guess, Motorcycle Racer. So I think this one would have, you seen this, you'd be like, oh, cool. This is like Excite Bike, you know? Yeah. See, I, I don't remember playing this game, but I do remember playing the other one, the one that we talked, the one that you thought it was. Stunt Race. Stunt Race. I thought it was that one. I remember playing that wholeheartedly. I don't remember this game that much, but I so said once we got it, and it was Dirt Track FX. I'm like, oh, this is like an updated sight bot. That was my first thought. It was so, 100% a sight bot. So I guess in a, to bring this back, this is the second game that I had completely mistaken. The first one was uh, Final Fight. Fatal Fury and Final Fight. I got them mixed up. Uh, I feel like I got another one mixed up. Somewhere. Mario. Well, yeah, I'd completely screwed the pooch on that one. Uh, but uh, hey, I'm still saying Fatal Fury. I'm telling you, it's Fatal Fury too. I'm telling you. This. I think. See, I, was, I think that's the other one. All right. So uh, the game was uh, developed by Sculpted Software. It was published by Acclaim. So uh, Sculpted. So everybody knows Acclaim. Uh, didn't know anything about Sculpted Software. Apparently, they were purchased by Acclaim uh, at one point, but. Uh, uh, Sculpted Software did some uh, Super Nintendo games. Well, I mean, they did some games, period. But they had a pretty good uh, resume, I guess, per se. A couple of games that Sculpted Games uh, had put out was uh, that was developed was Super Star Wars uh, for the Super Nintendo. Or the Super Star Wars series, I'm sorry. Uh, Doom for Super Nintendo. Mortal Kombat 1 and 2. Uh, and three for Super Nintendo. The third one they worked on like an MS DOS and a Mega Drive. So, uh, pretty significant games. Yeah, I mean, some good, good, uh, good now games. I've got my top 100 list over here, but I'm pretty sure that uh, 
Uh, Star Wars Doom and all these Mortal Kombat's are all on that top 100 list, if I had to guess. And if not, there more are than aren't. So, I mean, it's a pretty good resume. Yeah. I, I could see why a claim wanted to buy them. And I forget what they call them, like a claim East or whatever. But I think they said they ended up purchasing them at the time. It was in the late 90s. And it was like $30 million, which was a ton of freaking money when you're talking about the 90s, especially uh, yeah. looking ahead for software, you know. But, yeah. Uh, so, uh, basically, this game, what it comes down to is uh, uh, you're basically racing, what what do you call it, motocross, supercross? Uh, I don't know what you call the dirt bike racing. I think it's supercross. It's a bit of both. Motocross and supercross are both, they're, they're the same, but they're different. Top deal. And I would classify this one as supercross because you're doing giant circuits you know, 15 plus laps with, I, what is it? I think it was like 15. Yeah, it was what I seen. I think the first one was like 15 races yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, basically, uh, a player can choose between eight different riders. Uh, uh, they each have unique characteristics. And uh, there's, I think, four bikes ranging from 50 to 500 cc. Uh, 22 tracks, four difficulty levels of gameplay. You know, two players can play uh, simultaneously. And uh, I guess as far as a story to put behind it is you're racing these big circuits like you probably would in Super Motocross. And you are trying to win a points league at the end of all of it. Uh, so uh, it's dirt bike racing. Yeah, I mean, add in snow, mud, ice, whatever, but... Uh, it's dirt bike racing. Yeah, I just looked it up just to make sure, but motocross is natural terrain. Okay. Supercross is whenever they haul dirt into a stadium. Okay, same thing to me. Same thing, yeah. You're, <laughs> you know, that's all you. you're sending it. You're probably going way too fast, and there's going to be... you uh, got to slow down way too quick. Yeah, or you're going to completely shit whip yourself, if mm -hmm. I had to guess. So, uh, uh, anything you want to add with the... Uh, uh, the synopsis of this game, Joshy? No, I mean, let's, I mean, only thing is, like I said, it's a polygon. It's the uh, FX chip. It is FX chip. So, I mean, the first game we played with an FX chip was Star Fox. So, uh, I was super excited to play this. And uh, you are correct. I think uh, we'll go into this. Uh, there's not really a lot of fun facts at the end. So, uh, we'll go into some of the games. I think if I'm looking correctly there was eight games that was produced with the fx chip for super nintendo and this happens to be one of them there okay so uh small company there uh so uh let's just go ahead and jump right in what makes dirt bike racing josh well of course you gotta be able to dirt bike a dirt bike course yeah you gotta be able to uh and to me i think they captured that pretty pretty spot on i said i mean like, I've done it a little bit growing up, and there's more to it. You know, you got your clutch, your hand brakes, your back brakes, but this here pretty much captured that to a point. But overall, like, I mean, you didn't, I didn't test it. I don't know if there was a clutch button or not. No, and I guess we, we should have went into, I think the controls were pretty much go and stop. I think, yeah, I think so. So, you know, my clutch was literally me still holding a button while tapping brake. And sliding it around. But overall, I said, it, it done pretty decently. But, of course, the other thing for me is what makes a dirt bike game a dirt bike game is 
your characters. Okay, that's the first thing I got here. I, I got I call them your characters, your avatars. Yeah, uh, there's. I mean, there's. I think there was eight or ten of them, but I feel like they kind of covered. I mean. You know, uh, you had males, you had females, you had some different ethnicities in here. So uh, you had different styles. Yeah, like you had some punks, you had some rocker-looking people. Yeah. You know. So I mean, even like you know, you're uh, uh, you had the kind of the pretty boy white guy there, and then you kind of had like the biker-looking white guy there. Exactly. And then uh, you know, it it was what it was. So I mean, in uh, a lot of these games, you can tell that there isn't a whole lot geared toward females gaming. But hey, if you're a little girl playing. And or there a lady, you'd be like, "Hey, there's, there's a girl or two I can there's play." There's female. Yeah. I think it was split five and five, or so, I think there was the same amount of male and female characters. So uh, that was kind of cool. Uh, they uh, also had their own themes. Each one of them played different music. Hey, and you guys say, "Hey, we don't care if you girl, we don't care if you got, we put you in the same damn track there." Exactly. We got gonna let dogs eat. Yeah, it's, we're talking CCs, not wee wees. That's what we're talking <laughs> about right there. So. Uh, uh, Another thing that was kind of cool was uh, the first thing that I got the feeling was uh, it was kind of like Mario Kart, picking your CCs. So it was like, hey. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to go slow, medium, or too fast to handle? Yeah. So uh, once again, it works really good for Mario Kart. You're going to kind of go with that uh, Copy. template. Copy, Copy that. Easy way to do it, too. And uh, essentially, you're not even changing the game except for maybe your AI or the speed of the box. So, I mean, it's not like you're having to redesign the whole game. So, I thought that was pretty clever that they did. And uh, I would venture to say that uh, the game's pretty freaking big for what it is. Like you said, there's... what did The circuit's like 15 races. There's 22 tracks. That doesn't even count that there's like a two-player tag mode. Uh, yeah. Well, there, it, it was... It's big. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean... I don't want to necessarily sit there and play all 22 tracks in a row. I figured the circuits, I was shocked that the circuits were so big, but, uh, 22 freaking levels. It's pretty, yeah. uh, that's pretty hefty for a Super Nintendo game. Yeah. And it ain't even like, you know, a lot of times when you see that many levels, they're going to be flipping one of them backwards. Like it's the reverse course. That's the same damn course to me. Yeah. I get it. It's in reverse. It's technically a new one, but like, no, it was uh, kind of impressive uh, as many a, levels. As it was that. a good spread. I said, and I was about to say that too. Like they they didn't just reskin one, you know. Like like uh, your first the first one that I played sort of looked like you were inside of a stadium. Yep. And I play. I, I would say I went through about eight different courses, and I didn't see the same course. No, and. Uh... Another, the circuits were large, and one thing I did like with the circuit was after each race, them eliminating a bike. So even though you're yeah. you're racing traditional points, there's a reason that you, you have might, to. If, if you're 10, 12 racers in, and you're having a bad go, there is a reason for you still carry on, not to get last place because you're yep. going to get eliminated. <clears throat> uh, there is a. Two player split screen on here, so you know you can play tag attack or you can play with your brother. Uh, I could only imagine playing that that game modern day. I, I can in '95. I bet I would have been happier than hell playing that split screen. Yep, with somebody. But now it would just about kill me to. Uh, yeah, it's 100 split screen this game. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, 
I've got just a, a couple more things to add is uh, there's lap traffic in here, which is just like, you know, super motocross. And that part's kind of exciting that does get missed in a lot of racing games, even NASCAR games is, you know, nothing. It's cool when you're out front and you're good, but nothing. It kind of gets boring when you're just out there looking into nothingness going around curves and all that. So it is kind of cool to have lap traffic. Uh, I felt like it was like literally on like the second lap I had lap traffic. Yeah, second or third. So, you're starting to hit that. But uh, yeah, it was kind of cool. It adds the aspect because it's like, hey, you know, you might be faster than all those guys, but who can get past these guys? And I think that's one of the cool things when you're actually seeing it on TV. I don't follow it, but I've seen the stuff. And man, you can see these guys just sending it on these freaking bikes. Again, and like I said, high speed, quick break, and hope you don't flip. High flying. And it's just like, how do you not land on like my dumb ass that's going to be just putting around there, you know? Yeah. And, and they're slinging it up on the side, their whole shot. And so it just kind of adds the aspect that somebody that could be literally trying to get the hell out of your way could completely wreck and, and do not finish. Yeah. You know, uh, now the game didn't have wrecks in it, so it technically couldn't do not finish you, but that part made it exciting. Cause it was like, Hey, I, not only am I beating these good guys or trying to catch up to the good guys, but these really sucky folks, I got to get past them as well. And I, I will have to, and I'll add that in here too, because I, the lap traffic, it also gave it also increased the difficulty a little bit for you, right? Because you could run into them, and that would slow you down. Uh, so it was a bit of a pain. It was a bit annoying, but also at the same time, to me, it gave an extra element to the game. And I don't know if they fully intended for that to happen to it, but to me, I liked it. I don't know if you have that as a con because it was annoying. Well, I'm essentially in these racing games. Uh, whether it be Mario Kart or Gran Turismo, uh, I enjoy seeing people in the corner because I'm yeah. sending it full in and it might be my day that I go into the wall, but I want to send everybody else into the wall. It's like rubbing's racing. That's, Dude, that's hey, it. Hey, whenever we used to do Gran Turismo, that, that was it. the rule it's until like, you piss off Nick. It's like, why <laughs> do I have to uh, hit the brakes? When I can literally kick the shit out of this dude over here and just keep on skating yeah, down the road. off of them. Yes. So I did enjoy having lap traffic. I mean, yeah, there was times where it really screwed me. But uh, well, overall, it made it entertaining. Yes. Uh, uh, another thing that we kind of talked about is if uh, you would have... Uh, uh, well, I guess while I'll get to this, uh, the gameplay was pretty smooth for... Uh, it being one of the FX chips and all the polygons, like there was some parts in Star Fox with the FX chip that, you know, was a little bit clunky. A bit rough. And I kind of was looking around. I guess everybody was saying the difference in this game, and I'm not into the technical part of it, was even though you had the FX chip doing the levels, the uh, racers were actual sprites instead of like an FX rendered thing. So literally your guy was a sprite and your level was the FX. your FX stuff going on. And uh, it ran pretty smooth. Now, mind you, I'm playing on a big screen TV and uh, not the Trinitron down here. But uh, it was fun. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, it, it, wasn't, it played smoother than Star Fox. It, was, it wasn't 1080. No, it wasn't 1080. But uh, yeah, there wasn't no chugging or, you know, it. Ran a little bit smoother than I thought it was going to run, to be honest. Uh, 
I've only got one more thing, Josh, and it's probably the thing I like the most. Uh, if you strip the name down on here, and you wouldn't have told me the name, and you put this on here, I'd be like, this is the Super Nintendo version of Excitebot. 100%. And I would have probably been okay with it. I'd be like, okay, well, this is a revamp. This isn't like the original. There's some pros and cons to the original. Uh, but I could kind of get that. Now, if you had then told me that the name of this game was Dirt Tracks FX, I wouldn't have believed you. I'd been like, this feels like they were trying to expand on Excitebot, which I don't think they had an Excitebot on this. I think the next Excitebot was Excitebot 64, which was a fun game from what I remember too. But I felt like this could have been an Excitebot game. And even though it I was, think the Nintendo one was more strong, uh, I would have tipped my hat. I would have enjoyed tried. it. Yeah, yeah. They tried. But, uh, you know, it, it was an Excitebot. Yeah. But that's what I, I kind of got a feeling of that you know yeah like to me the way i looked at it, as i said the old sidebot game you know you were it was a side scroller right and this here was literally over the back facing forward which like i said that would to me that's an updated sidebot if you could have took it sidebot and just gave it a different freaking view that that I mean that's all you would really have to do yeah. and this kind of was reminiscent of that even though it wasn't though it was kind of like Man, you, I feel like if they would have, I don't know the thinking in the development of this, but it was like, if you would have literally took that and just worked on the view, just give me the same game with a different view, I think it would have been a lot better. 100%. I agree with that. But uh, but it did have uh, glimpses of that, uh, I did think. That's all I got that makes it, Josh. What, do you have anything else? No. Okay. Okay. Well, we're blazing on through here, uh, which isn't. Um, I mean, the game's pretty straightforward. It's so. extremely straightforward, and what it done good, it done good. Uh, this is one of those things where you know, like you say, hey, it's a soccer game. It's it's not Mega Man soccer. It's FIFA soccer. So what is it? It's a soccer game. Yeah. It's, it's motocross. That's yeah. what you're doing. You're racing motorcycles. There's only so many different ways. Yeah. There's you can only. Do it. Yeah. This isn't now. I could talk forever if this was Road Rash. Okay. Right. Right. Like, that that was a fun game, but. This here, literally, you're you're racing. You're racing dirt bots. Again, it's not much more you can do about. It. Like I said, all right, nowadays you we, we could all right, we could complain about not having a freestyle. You know where like on the new stuff now where you're you right. where Point, you have time points. Uh, yeah, point, score attack or something yeah, like that. and also where you can do like certain little tricks. You know, backflips, wheelies. You know, whatever. But like I said. Well, we could complain about that about this game, but this game came out in 95, so that game, that wasn't available. Yeah, I mean, when I'm thinking of like an actual stunt mode or a point attack, probably the first one that comes to my mind now, I know there's probably 10 other ones, but I think of, you know, classic Tony Hawk, like where yeah. you can just enter the stage and you get one minute, score as many points as possible. But yeah, we were probably a little early for that, but that would have been a nice... Uh, 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 touch, but I guess if we ain't got anything on our hearts, we'll go ahead and move on to what breaks the game. And uh, I thought there was several things that broke it. Uh, the first thing that was the biggest turnoff for me, the first thing I noticed was those damn letters when the game started up, and it's like boom, 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 boom. And it's basically spelling out Dirt Track FX. It was and, annoying. And, yeah, and I'm like, man, my TV was turned up. 
I was like, God, like that was not a pleasant sound. They were blowing your speakers out. It was, it just wasn't a pleasant sound. I know what they were trying to do. They're trying to get your attention, all that. But like, I could have literally did without that. I could have just heard a little black, black from the motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) something like that. And then just flash it up there. I think they got too fancy. I have a feeling that they were like, hey, we got this FX chip. We using it. (laughs) We're going to knock some damn letters out in FX. Like, I just, not a, not a fan of that. That was way over the top. But it also, uh, going into my second thing, is the sound effects sucked in this game. The sound effects did suck. Like, so, all right, you know, as far as the dirt box, you don't have to get fancy. You give us a little motor whir, a little brat. Uh, and, and they kind of gave you that with the motorcycle. They That's did. not where I had the problem. Yeah. My problem is... I just told you what my style of play is. I'm going to dirty dick you in any corner that I can get. And every time I hit somebody, it's like, pong, 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 pong. It sounded, and it was horrible It sound. sounded like you were hitting a hollow pole. Now, I was trying to hit people. And I, after, yeah, hitting a hollow pole so many times, I'm like, I'm going to try to miss them. I couldn't miss them. I, I was still hitting them. Like, you, you were too trained in. So well, consciously, you I just like, don't think I was good enough to miss them, uh, <laughs> to be honest. But, like, literally, it was just constantly hearing the sound of two motorcycles clang together. Yeah. And, uh, which goes hand in hand into the third thing. You couldn't wreck no damn body. No, that, that that was my biggest thing. Is you couldn't, you literally couldn't dirty dick somebody. So I'm just gonna, I'm I'm not gonna pull any punches on this. Uh, you know, Excitebot early game. Whether you played the arcade cabinet at freaking Pizza Hut or Burt's, or you had the Nintendo cart, guess what you could do? You could wreck people. Because you know what you do in motocross? You get out of control. You wreck. You run over other people. You kick them off like. I don't think I've ever played a motorcycle game that you cannot get knocked off a freaking motorcycle. Yeah. Is there another game that that, that happens in? And I'm no, like, because it's not like you at least wreck yourself. Yeah, so it's like number one, you you're trying to get you can't talk dirt bikes in Nintendo without a side bike. So whether it's fair to dirt track FX or not, that's the standard. That's the bottom line. You've got to at least be as good as that Nintendo one. And they even knew that you had to put some kind of danger or wreck in. So even though I appreciate that they put lap traffic in here, why would you put lap traffic? Because it's you hard because you got to get around yeah, If you couldn't wreck, yes. it made it even more. Yes, it's like... What's the point of having lap traffic? Yeah. What's the point of putting what seemed like 12, 13 racers, 15 racers on a circuit if there's no repercussion for hitting somebody yeah. or being hit? It's not like you What's guess, that? hey, I want to go wreck other people. That was a part of any other freaking dirt bike game is, oh, God. I got to make sure one of these dudes don't land on me or hit me, you know. Yeah, so well, you're you're offensive at one part, but then at the other part, you're like, I can't hit the brakes because somebody's gonna run all up in my shit. Yeah, and then also on top of that is the only thing running into them done is it slowed you down. Oh. Yeah, that was. Yeah, and I don't feel like it slowed them down either. No, no, no. It it just slowed you down. Uh. So. Uh, Another thing is, uh, I guess to go back to one of the uh, earlier parts is, even though I was okay, like I don't have to have no fancy dude or lady driving a motorcycle, a dirt bike. You know, 
I'm not, I'm, I'm not looking at them. I'm leaning, and, and I'm with it. I'm wanting to see the course. But that mud spray that was or dirt God, spray. God off, annoying. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, if you're going to put a permanent fixture on this sprite, and it's going to be that bad, make it smaller. Like, yeah. don't, don't put it big in my face. Yeah. If that didn't sound right. But uh, <laughs> if, if, if you're going to do it well, do it well. Be proud of it. But I felt like that was an annoying part. Not necessarily, I guess, just bad. It was just aggravating because it wasn't great. And it was like, why in the hell is this thing like so big in my line of view? Just like literally cut that in half and I'm okay with it. Agreed. Know? Agreed. Well, that's, and I, I do agree with that. And here, and <clears throat> so I agree with that. My other thing is this. Like, I understand that your each drivers have their own unique soundtrack their own unique theme i guess is what you would put it right all right the changing of it from first to second from any position got annoying as shit oh like when you actually went from like third to second that sound that it would give you not not, not only that but like if you were in first it'd play your character's music that was on the load that was on your character select string Mm mm-hmm but if you drop to second place, whoever came in first, it started playing their music. Okay. Now, and I'll say it was... It was a nice touch, but as much time as you're going back and forth in between changing people, it was like... Well, no lie, I didn't get first in a whole lot of races. Uh, but I, I was so busy bumper carring. It was hard for me to, it, it's hard for me to even focus on the music. Cause all I kept hearing was the freaking hollow pole. Getting yeah. Hit. Uh, but I did enjoy when I did the one thing I will give a uh, check mark to on the sound effects is I did like where I didn't have to look up. Cause I mean, it, there was a lot going on in the screen and I guess I've got to put this all together. Uh, what I've got down here is lap traffic only seems to affect you. And it, it didn't seem like it affected the other people a whole lot. I don't know. It may have. It may. I, I, I'm not 100% sure. I didn't pay that close attention. It seemed like I had more difficulty, and that may just be me, but the lap traffic put a lot going on the screen, and I kind of liked it. Uh, but I felt like it was way harder for me to get through lap traffic than the person I was racing. But... They probably, in my opinion, had a little too much going on at the screen with the lap traffic. They could have probably dialed that back. But one thing that I will give the check mark for on sound effects was when you pass somebody, that it gave you a distinct sound effect when you went from like third to second or second to third. It was like a, I can't remember what the effect was, but you knew what it was. So when you were coming up and there was three people and you couldn't tell if they were lap traffic or a guy you were racing against, uh, when you passed them and you heard that sound go off, you knew you were you moved up one spot, and so it was kind of nice. I didn't have to look at the heads up display, which was okay. Uh, like I said, it's dirt bike. Uh, I would imagine that if you would ask somebody in motocross or supercross, hey, when you went over that jump, how fast were you going? They're probably gonna say, I don't know. I wasn't looking at the speedometer. You know, it's freaking high speed yeah. dirt bike racing you're not really you know i don't even know half of them have a speedometer on them but you're not, not really didn't. you're just kind of playing everything by feel and so even the heads up display on the game it was like i don't want to necessarily have to watch it because it did capture some fast paced action so the last thing i want to do is uh try to look at a map or something like yeah. that you know and 
So here, here's my final bit of it. Okay. That I got. Uh, in true dirt bike fashion, motocross fashion, as you're racing, you're supposed to be able to clutch and throttle to be able to hit these jumps. Perfect. Okay. You're yep. not you're not supposed to hit them falls to the wall full speed because that's where you hit the peak and that bogs you down. Or you land on the front side and it hurt. Every time I did it, it was like it hurt my nads just thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, like, exactly. Like I said, you're supposed to be able to throttle it to try to float it because you want right. to hit it and land on the downslope. Right. You couldn't do that on this game. To me, it was just dumb luck and I hardly ever exactly. did it. Exactly. Th- this, it was just hold it, full send, see what happens. Uh, did this ever happen to you? I think it was on the second course. I would just randomly be going around the damn curve and I would hit like this little small bump and I'd pop up like 15 feet in the freaking air. Yeah. And it was like, then my guy's like curving yeah. and it was just awkward. It was awkward. I'm like, but why the hell did I hit this big ass jump and I barely got up in the air and I hit this little dude and I'm like freaking damn yeah. Travis Pastrana up here, you know? I say the water was annoying. Well, I've got, I've got a couple things here. Uh, Three more things that I would say. One of them is probably the biggest one. Uh, to go with no crashes, you I guess you combated that with putting that you could go off the track. Did you get off the track any, Josh? Maybe twice, and it was while I was while I was jockeying for first place on like the last lap. Okay, so I, I got out. like I'm coming around a damn corner, and I sent it a little too hard, I guess, or I hit somebody, and I popped off the track. So I literally popped back on the track, not too far down. It wasn't like I was constantly riding because I mean it was kind of hard to get off the track. It was. So it was kind of. There's a barrier there. Yeah. Like you hit it and you actually hit pop. It gave you enough time to course correct. Yeah, and so if you didn't course correct, you get off, end off the track, and it's like, hey, get back on the track. Okay, well, literally the I don't just like beeline straight for I came out, so I just kind of angle it, hit it. It literally beeped at me the whole way, telling me to go back yep. until I went through the... I was like, I ain't going back. I'm doing this lap under protest. When I went <laughs> back around, it just counted like it did not give me a full lap when yeah. I came around. And I'm like, that's bullshit right there. Yep. I was like, give me Rex. Like, how are you going to make this so difficult to get back on course? Like, I just felt like it was very, very rough. If you did get off course, try to get back on in a, an appropriate uh, manner. At the same time, I could pop up on that damn side barrier and basically ride the barrier, and it had no problem with that. Yeah. That heaven forbid I went three hay bells up and entered the course. Yeah. I, like, hey, I'm back here in fifth fighting for my damn life. I'm pretty sure nobody has any problem with me skipping three hay bells. You yeah. Know? It's like, I, I'm hurt. Where's my lack of to reset me? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> it. So uh, I did. Two things that I didn't like is I felt like this game was just pretty much, I put down, hold down a button and pray. I felt like it as you, and and I didn't get too big into like the higher CCs. I ran mostly 150, but in a lot of these, it's like once you did one lap on the course, it's like, I'm just going to hold the button flat out and then just push left and right. Yeah. And that wasn't very fun to me. Now, you know, maybe when you're racing like 500 CC, it was more. Uh, the game didn't capture me enough to want to go that much farther into this. Uh, I've done the Mario part, the Mario Kart rule. 150 is competitive. Right. So and that's where I went and that's where I stayed. I mean, there was a few spots where I literally let off the gas, but I didn't feel like there was really 
there much, was a much technicality to, yeah, to it. Yeah, the only time you need to let go of the gas was on a hairpin. Right, and and I'm not saying that it's got to be you know 100 true to life, and I don't want it to be incredibly you know difficult that you can't play it. But it's like, give me a happy medium, like you know, like just for instance, probably getting close to the same time frame is like, give me like a grand Turismo. Like if I want to get a gold or a platinum medal, I've got to capture everything completely perfectly technically. But at the same time, I don't want to have to play training courses nonstop. Like if I like, they should have found a happy medium Cause I was like, this game is just literally you hold down the gas and you push left and right. That isn't very fun. But like you said, if there's a clutch downshift, upshift, or even, this could you hit the nail on the head this could have fixed the game is if you literally didn't do anything different but make uh make it easier to hit the apexes hit the the yeah. jumps and gave me made me feel like i had more control over it like there was yeah. a little more skill involved than just holding a button down that would have probably fixed everything for me i could have felt like hey i gotta hold this button down but i gotta let off on these jumps at the right point so i you know i felt like there was a a get good aspect. Of yeah, it. I even tried that, and there was a couple of them where I, where you would hit and it felt good, but like you'd have to let go of that gas way ahead of the instead of on the apex of the go of the upslope. Right, and it, it, ultimately the the thing that brought this game down the worst for me was I just even though you had all these courses, uh, well, well before I, I get there, uh, I played it very briefly. The uh, Tag mode, it sucked. I didn't even know. Didn't even, I? I knew it was made for two players, and I'm I'm not going against the computer. That's going to be dumb. Uh, yeah, I literally played that for two minutes, and that was two minutes too long. Uh, it wasn't good. Uh, but to get to the main thing that I think hurt this game was I hate to say it because you're playing these freaking 15, 14, 16 race circuits. And you've got all these players to choose from, which I don't think any of them really gave me any advantage over the other. Uh, even though there was a lot of courses, the gameplay was repetitive. And it, yeah, it's a different course, but it's the same thing. Hold the button down, left or yeah. right, get in first. And and I didn't. It just it didn't hold up. Uh, now I, I didn't want to play. To be honest, fifteen races in a circuit was a little bit much for me. Now uh, I guess. The caveat is, hey, if you just want to sit down and have some mindless fun and hammer out a few races, this has been it. You ain't got to think about nothing. You yeah. just hit the end button and you go. But, you know, to make it through a 15-race season, uh, that's a bit much for me. It was just too repetitive. It was the same crap over and over See, and over. See, I, I don't do races. I don't do racing games. It's one, of the, it's one of the few games that I don't enjoy. Like I said, we played Gran Turismo for a while. But it was a bunch of us, and we were just acting like idiots. I don't think we've ever once on that game raced in actual cars because you they gave us the goat cart, and we're like, this is the only thing we're racing in. Yeah, the goat carts, that was where it was at. Uh, but now I, now, I do like some racing game, and I will tell you, the Super Nintendo has probably. Now, I love Gran Turismo. I think it was 2 that was on PlayStation 2. That's probably my goat game. Maybe even Gran Turismo 1, but... The Super Nintendo has maybe this. Now, I'm taking Mario Kart out of the equation. Yeah, I, Mario Kart's its own animal. The Super Nintendo may have the best racing game. From my memory, I remember this being the best one bar none, and I'm excited for when it comes up. 
they had Nigel Mansell's F1 Racing or Nigel Mansell's World Championship. And that may be the best racer that is on the Super Nintendo. And I remember it to this day. It was that damn good. And it's F1 Racing. It's not easy, but it's challenging. It's fun. And so yeah, I can tell you, I watched F1 Racing on, I could count on my hand one time, but I couldn't get enough of that game. I felt like that game was done right. It's like, even though we're not racing gurus, it's freaking dirt bikes, man. Make it fun. Yeah. It wasn't fun to me. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, I mean, it was okay at best. It was a, a mediocre game to me. Yeah, I'll give you that. It was a mediocre game. It, it was middle of the pack. I said, I enjoyed what they tried. I enjoyed what they succeeded in. I didn't enjoy what they failed in. Like that, I think that, and that, that's the whole aspect of it, is where they failed. They failed pretty hard. Okay, so uh, you got anything left on your heart, or are you ready to bounce on over to? Basically, I I don't really have fun facts. I'm going to talk about the FX chip and some of the games that it was in, and I think this is another thing that probably failed. But uh, so I got something with the FX chip. I got our price charting, and there is speed runs. It's not as speed runny. I almost didn't include them because there was so much in the speed yeah. runs. But there's just one dog out there that has just kicked the shit out of everybody. So okay. I felt that it would be doing them an injustice, not to mention how dominant they are over everyone else yeah. in this space. And, and to bring it back, you know how you said that this Nigel Mansell's whatever game is going to be amazing. Uh huh. I'm waiting for that. But you know what race game I fell in love with? What's that? Underground. Need for Speed Underground. That was a good game. That was a good game. Sadly enough, it was uh, maybe made popular or equally as the uh, worst franchise ever of Fast and the Furious. 100%. Uh, 100%. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. If you told me which is better, Need for Speed Underground, Need for Speed Underground 2, that's as far as I ever play. I don't know. They're all bangers. They're all freaking bangers. Man. But, no, like I said, that, that's my aspect of racing games. Like I said, I, I don't do racing games. Like, I don't do NASCAR. I don't do Formula One. I, I, and don't, I love dirt bikes. I used to race them. I loved it. I don't, like, a video game. The only other racing game I enjoyed was like I said, Road Rash. Right. And that's all because you could hit your opponents with weapons. But now that you mention it, you know, if you take out, I mean, essentially, if you take out, if you say, what's the best racer that comes out on a Nintendo system? Uh, you're going to say Mario Kart. If you, you, yeah, 100%. If, if you said, hey, what's the best racers? You're talking to for speed. You're hitting your PlayStations, your Xbox, regardless if it's old school or new school, yeah. your Gran Turismo, your Forzas. Nintendo really is kind of lacking in any, I mean, at least... Any standalone, uh, it's just Mario Kart. I, I would even say, even nowadays, they don't have a strong bona fide, they're not a racing platform, no. I guess, essentially. You put some Mario Kart in there, some Diddy Kong racing, or something that's a little cartoony, but... Diddy Kong itself is an asshole. <laughs> well, it's just like, there's not really a there's not. racing simulator, no. you know? No, and that's that's the whole aspect is they never took the time to build that franchise to build that platform. Uh, I think they could do it good if they would give us something worth it. I got, you. but I think they're like Mario Kart is our bread and butter of a racing game. Well, I mean, it makes so much damn money. I it don't a hundred percent like you can't fault them for it. But yeah, that's all I got. So let's go ahead and get into whatever well, let me talk about the fx ship and then we'll do speed I'm, I'm runs good with that. and uh, we'll do speed run uh 
actually, let's do speed run. We'll talk about the FX chip, and then we'll go to uh, the, price. the pricing. Okay. So uh, basically, they were doing every single run, every single circuit. Uh, speed run had all of it, every CC. So like you may have like the starter track and 50 CC and 250, and I'm like, oh man, I'm not rotten. I mean, there's literally 70. No, it's not that many. There's probably 25 different technical speed runs yeah. you could run on here, uh, depending on what circuit at what CC. And I get that. And a lot of them, nobody had logged a time. But if I'm not mistaken, every time that was logged on a circuit, regardless of the CC, if somebody had entered it, it was the same guy who had owns the owns the record for it. So I figured that uh, it, it didn't have where they're from on this one, but I figured it would be. A slot to skip it and just say, oh, there wasn't no cool speed runs because somebody's obviously put more time in this game than I would want to. Uh, his name was Desmus, I guess. Uh, Desmu, Desmus, D E S M O U S. Desmouse. I, I call him Desmus. Desmouse. Whatever. Well, how would you say? D E S M O U S. D S. D E S M O U S. Let me look. Desmos. 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 Hey, it's Demois. It could be Demois. Uh, anyways, uh, he did a speed run on 250 cc's, so he was skeeting on there. He uh, completed it in 13 minutes, 42 seconds. So, obviously, uh, if you look at any of the other speed runs, I feel uh, uh, confident to say he is the GOAT of Dirt Tracks FX. Uh, he owned them all. Anyone that was uh, had a run on, he owned. Uh, now, there was a few that didn't have runs on it if you wanted to etch your name upon history but i have a feeling that uh oh desmau or desmois whatever will come kick the shit out of you because he owns the rest of them uh so uh to go on the fx chip i, I just kind of did a quick google search because i was like how many games actually had the fx chip in them and i think it came down to eight games that were released and i'm not going to talk about every single one but i feel like this is another thing i think the first one that came out was Star Fox. So that was makes, unlike anything. Makes sense, you know. It, like I said, it, it was a bit rougher than this one with the FX ship. So uh, that makes sense to me that it was one of the first ones. And and there's a game out now. I'll throw this one out there. I don't know what the name, or I've never, I don't recall playing it. It's called Vortex. But like, sounds familiar. When when you throw out Star Fox, and that literally you're kicking the door in, saying this is Star Mother F and Fox, hundred percent. And that I fell in love with that game. It was Fox still fun. Cloud. It I have a feeling that according to last season and this current season, that it is still going to be the number one game uh, thus far for a while. I mean, it was amazing when we played it. Just rewind back to 1995. Staying up all night playing this. Never thing. seen this type of game yes. ever. So then, let me just tell you a couple other FX games, and I think this is kind of the difference between it and Dirt Tracks FX. Uh, Super Mario World Two, not my favorite, but a banger game. It's a Super Mario game. You got Doom. You had Star Fox. You got Dirt Track FX. No offense to Dirt Track FX. You're the le- you're the you are, you are you are not the same as this. Now yeah. maybe I can kind of see somebody say, "Hey, imagine this technology put into a sports or a racing game." And it wasn't necessarily. I ain't gonna say that that ruined the game itself because it had plenty of other flaws. But I feel like the other games was like on a different plane 
no pun intended. With They're like a different Starfall. level. I mean, if you told me that you liked this game more than Super Mario, any Mario game ever, I wouldn't believe you. If you told me you liked it better than Doom, I wouldn't believe you. If you told me you liked it more than Star Fox, then you're kicked off this damn show, Josh. There is no, <laughs> like, I just feel like the bar came out and it was set pretty high. And even though there was, uh, I think it possibly may be the worst FX chip game out of the eight. Uh, but I've not played them all. But uh, that's just one thing I thought was kind of strange uh well i guess it kind of had the deck set against it when you're when you, when like, you I come just out with say, bangers like that when you have an fx chip in you at that point you're saying we're putting it in the title we're putting it on the box we're going to name it dirt tracks no we're not we're naming it dirt tracks f and x and it's like you put that in there and it, i'm expecting some damn star fox that's when i hear fx that's exactly what i think star fox and not only that but like you said you, you enlisted you know, you listed Star Fox, you listed Mario, you listed, uh, what else was the other one? Uh, uh, Doom. Doom. Okay, so the, again, three banger games that were still in the high life of the Super Nintendo. This came out in 95. You had plenty of time to make this game good. If you would have told me that there was eight games with the FX chip in them, and uh, Stunt Race FX was one, the one we thought we were getting. That, be... If you told me that in these games, there was eight FX chip games, I would say they're probably all in IGN's top 100, and then I would have never guessed that Dirt Tracks FX. Like, like, Star Fox on their list is number nine. Super Mario World 2 is higher. It's at number seven. Uh... It's just apples and oranges here, you know? So when you say you got an FX chip, and it may be unfair of me, I'm just like, you are taking it to the next level. And, yeah, and this again, game was a little lacking on that. Again, and it came out in 95. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, you're getting closer to the end of the yep. Super Nintendo Live. And those other three games that we named, Star Fox, Super Mario 2, and Doom, if That's I'm not... Race. Yeah, stunt. If I'm not mistaken, those came out earlier than this game. I don't want to. I don't want to say that, but I'm thinking. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, probably Star Fox was the first, so they kind of came out together. And I, I I've got to take that back because I know people are probably gonna rage. I know what Nintendo's racer is, and no offense, even though I had fun growing up with it, it isn't as good as the others. Nintendo's answer was F Zero. That was their racer. Forgot about F-Zero. No, you, they give you some goofy ones like Stunt Race and Uniracers, and some yeah. of those were fun, but they're not the same as the racing on other platforms. Yeah, F-Zero, I get what they tried, but again, Mario Kart's the racer. I don't care what anybody says. All right. Price charting, Josh. I think last week, uh, well, actually, it was uh, the yeah. week before with Fifle. Was ridiculous. That, one, that one's the one that had you shook a little bit. That was broken. I'm going to go ahead and tell you the difference between a new copy and a graded copy is like five bucks on this game as well. I didn't write it down, but uh, uh, I did laugh. I was like, oh, this is funny. Uh, just it, it, talking about the graded copies and all that, it brought me back to the Fifle Goes West and cracking me up still thinking about it. A loose copy of this, what do you think price charting or the Bay has it at? Okay, for one, I don't think it was Follow Goes West with the Great Copy. I think it was the Eagle 
the oh, super, super strike eagle. Yeah, I think it was like a ten dollar difference in. It may have been. It may have been. I remember Fifel being. Fifel was just ridiculous. That one was pretty funny too. Yeah, but no. Uh, okay, knowing this and knowing that they only made eight games with the FX chip, right? You said eight. What I seen, I may be give or take one or two, but there, I, there was some games that weren't released too. But from what I seen, and I didn't dive too deep. It basically look. Let's just call it. 10 tops. But Ten I think top. it was eight. I think it was eight. So to me, that already scales it in that the FX ships is a rarity to me. So I would go with a loose copy being close to $20, $25. You're high. Okay. Take your FX thinking out. What would you pay take for this the F- Oh, take the FX thing? Oh, $5. Uh, you're low. You're low. Well, uh... We'll say you're splitting hairs because the Bay had a little bit. They were higher on this game than price charting was. Uh, price charting had this game at ten dollars loose. eBay had it. Basically, I seen some that were selling for ten bucks free shipping. I seen plenty of them selling for seventeen dollars free shipping. On average, I'd call it fourteen bucks. So between ten and fourteen bucks for this game. Uh, that sounds about right, honestly. So after we exit the loose copy. I did see a, there was no new copies on eBay. There's one, there is no complete copies on eBay. There is one that sold that had everything but the game. And uh, that was the only thing I had based off of. So I went to see what people, people are selling them, but they're not sold. So, so there is a, I feel like, the difference between it's a skewed. Well, the difference between price charting and what eBay is, price charting saying this is what we're tracking them sold at. eBay is twice as much, but nobody's selling them. So uh, somewhere between price charting is either dead on what people want to pay for it, or it's somewhere in between because whatever's on eBay has been there for a minute. It's not selling, so it's obviously not worth that to people. Yeah. So what do you think a complete copy box? And there is a little poster with a. Uh, oh, is there, there a poster there on this a, one? Yeah, there's a little fold-up poster in there as well. Okay. Um, I'm going to call it at... Uh, We're going to go with price charting on this. Yeah, one. that's what I'm thinking, price charting. So let's call it $44. You're high. I'm high? You're okay. High. Okay. Um... Then let's go with 28. You're on the dot. Uh, price charting had it at $27.80. So when I seen price charting, I feel like sometimes price charting is hot, way a little bit high anyway, sometimes way high on what I see. Because, you know, I do sell quite a few games, uh, maybe not necessarily SNES games. So I'm a little biased. I, I trust eBay more. So to be honest, when I seen price charting had this for $27.80, I, I didn't even write down the complete co- or the new copy because I was like, I want to get on eBay because if I could pick this game up, a complete copy for if price charting is telling me $27, I found out sometimes for like $20, I'd be able to get yeah. I would buy a complete copy of this for $20, I feel like. So I wanted to see what they were going for. Yeah. So the copy that I seen that sold had everything but the game, which so you can buy the game for 10 bucks, basically 14 bucks. Uh, it had everything but the game it had the cardboard insert and all that, and it sold for fourteen ninety nine. And I'm like, all right, that's a good price. I would buy, like, because there's a lot of these games I've got that I would just simply put the card in, slap, yeah, yeah, complete. Uh, now I know I don't own this game, but uh, 
So I was like, okay, a freaking box only is like, I'm going to be able to buy this game for 20 bucks straight out the door. Yeah. Complete. Uh, that was not the case because none had sold with the game. And the ones that people were selling, there wasn't a whole lot. The people on eBay were asking 60 bucks, right? That's ridiculous. And none of them were selling. So price charting says they're 27 bucks. Uh, eBay has a bunch there. You can go right now and buy for $60 all day. Well, there's not a bunch. There's a few you can buy for $60. I would say that you're probably, price charting is probably going to be right. It's probably 30 to 40 bucks. 30 to 40 would have been a good range for me. Yeah, I wouldn't spend 60 bucks complete on it, and apparently nobody else would either. Yeah. So a new copy, what? none, none are on eBay, so you're going with price charting. So why do you think a new copy runs? Okay, a uh, new copy would be roughly $83. You're pretty damn close. You've almost got this price charting algorithm down. <laughs> Price charting has a brand new sealed copy at $89. Okay. So I did see it was in the 90s. Somebody had a graded copy in the $90 range. And I kinda, just, just, just go ahead and buy it. I kind of chuckled when I yeah. saw that there. Yeah, uh, go ahead and buy that. Because no rhyme or reason with it. Uh, uh, but at the end of the day, let's just say, you know, price charting's 10 eBay. I've seen about 14 bucks. Say you ran across this game. We'll split the difference. Or say you. Uh, I had in one hand this game and the other hand, we'll say the game is roughly 12 bucks. So if I had the game and I had $6, which would you choose, Josh? I'm taking the cash on this. You one. would take the cash on this one? I would. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was a fun game, but with it being an FX chip game, and the FX algorithm that I was working on wasn't acceptable on this. Like, see, and that, that's that's where that's where the goblin hits, because I would assume this game is worth a lot more than six dollars, but where I know that it's really only worth six more dollars, no, just go ahead and give me the cash for this game. I think on this one it's low risk, uh, probably low reward, but I think I would probably take the game now if I had to buy the game straight out. If, if I had to shell out $12, I wouldn't buy. If I had to shell out 6 bucks, I would. If I had the game and you tried to buy it for me, from me for 6 bucks, I wouldn't do it. Just because I, in my sick, twisted mind, I'm going to be like, somebody sold a box complete with other than the game for $14, $15, and I would buy a box to complete this game that would only make it worth $27. But the illness would hit me. And See, I, that's your, my, illness is, my illness is the goblin, like I said. If, if going into this blind, I say, you offered me $6, I'm taking the 6 Because I don't know anything about this game. You know, I didn't enjoy it, here's the 6 But knowing that it was an FX chip, and there are only 8 to 10 of these games out there, I would eventually go, no, I'm going to hang on to this. But knowing everything that's on eBay and everything like that, just go ahead and give me the 6 Because I don't have the illness that you do. My illness is about the the goblin of how much can I get for this game at this moment? Because I'm not a collector with games, so I don't care about a collection. Now, you said it right, too, that uh, when you're talking about uh, you didn't enjoy this game. Uh, I, I thought it was a very... It wasn't the worst game. Was it? Uh, it's not a good game. I feel like it is literally a middle of the road. It's a, it's a blog game, a sandwich game. Uh, yep. You're not wowing anybody. Uh, I can understand why one person has a little bit more fun with it than the other. But at the end of the day, uh, I, I would say that I didn't really enjoy this game, to, to be quite honest. It wasn't 
That's exactly it. it. Wasn't my favorite. Yeah, wasn't the best. Wasn't the worst. If you told me right now I had to play this game for another hour, something like that, I could do it. It ain't like I'm gonna slip my wrist. To, yeah, to have to do it. But uh, uh, out of a ten star rating, this is like a five. Like I said, this is yeah. literally a middle of the road. If you gave me a three, a high three point something, or a four and some change, I probably or probably more on about a four out of ten range on this one. Uh, but I mean, it, it was just. Fine. It wasn't nothing special, but we got to rank it. And uh, starting the new season with the fresh 10 games, it's obviously hitting Mount Rushmore. Uh, just to put this in perspective, me and Josh are, uh, there's no doubt that I'm not going to say <laughs> that we're in complete agreement. The games that we played was Fifle Goes West or Fifle. And Super Strike Eagle. Uh, Super Strike Eagle was horrible. Absolutely. So there's no doubt that we agree that Fivel and Super Strike Eagle is in that order. Fivel number one, Super Strike number two. Uh, do you know where you're going to put Dirt Track FX, Josh? Yeah, this is straight up number two. Okay, so you're going to say Dirt Tracks FX is number two. Yeah, because I enjoyed Fivel a lot more than this game. I absolutely despise caca caca boom boom. <laughs> that is pretty funny. I would say you're right. Super Strike Eagle, even though I don't think it's as bad as uh, Untouchables, it may be the 10th place one after we finish this season. There is a very good chance of that. Yeah. Uh, Fievel, I feel like if I had to guess, it's a middle of the road, probably a higher middle of the road game. I feel like Dirt Tracks is a lower middle of the road. If, if we're talking all 700 games, I could see it falling in the, you know, mid 500s, maybe like that. What, Dirt uh, Tracks? Yeah, maybe, maybe I, I low, say, high 490s, mid five, something I, I like was that. I'm going to say roughly around the the middle, the, uh, the early fives for me for this game, I think. Well, we're going to have to wait until next week, I guess, to find out where, if there's any disagreement, because uh, I'm with you. Uh, Fievel was a lot better than this game. Uh, Super Strike Eagle was a lot worse than this game. So I'm going to put Dirt Tracks FX uh, in, number the, two. in the number two spot as yeah. well. Uh, and I don't even think that, like I say, if I could debate with you over your rankings, I would love to, but uh, it's cut. It's, you know Black why? and white, right? You, you know why? We're pros. I would not say that. <laughs> uh, we may be hoes instead of pros, but uh, uh, I will tell you, I think we are going to become uh, expert on some shitty games. 100%. I do uh, agree with that. Uh, so I guess uh, if you call this a bad game, which to me it wasn't that great, it was a lesser of the evil ones. There's far worse ones out there. But Again, middle of the road, man. Like I said. $2 junk store pickup? Absolutely. Easy. Uh, you told me you bought a brand new copy for $89. I'll probably call you freaking ignorant. Oh, yeah. I'm slapping you in the face and taking your lunch money. You buy a complete copy for $20. bucks. i will be like, that's a good deal. You buy a complete copy for 35 I understand. I'm not Sli doing Slightly it. judging. Slightly judging. Right, well, I ain't got nothing left on my heart on this one. Do you, Josh? No, that's all I got. All right, well, we don't have our uh, uh, guest picker for the next uh uh, game, so we're just gonna have to blame this one on ourselves. So we're gonna go ahead and spin the wheel. No, I'm still gonna blame Allie since she wasn't here. That is true. So uh, <laughs> we're gonna come up with episode 24 uh, as soon as we uh, upload this. All right, see you guys. See ya.